Welcome to the end of the year, guys. My name is Dean. And I'm Tyler. And uh, yeah, we're closing out uh, 2022. Where the fuck did this year go? Um, uh, dude, it disappeared right in front of our eyes, man. I know. Scary. Uh, what's I mean, you want to talk about scary? I mean, we talked about Zeri the other week, and who scary knows what the Zary. fuck is going to happen. So apparently, really quick, we'll touch on that. Um, is it Demacia Cup? There's other like tournaments that go on, kind of like in okay. the preseason. Yep. Apparently, Yumi and and Zeri are just like all over that shit, and it's disgusting. Is that the the one going on in Korea or the Koopa Cup? It's something. Yeah, it's one of those. Like, uh, I think it is a Korean tournament. But yeah, from what I've been seeing on Reddit is that people watch that. It's just those two champions are just running rampant. So can't wait for pro play next year. <laughs> well, you already know what's coming, so that's the good news, I guess, huh? You, right. you gotta you get the drop on what's gonna happen in pro play. Wonderful. Speaking of, um, uh, for LCS last week, we asked. Uh, how you guys felt about the LCS time time and day change? Uh, yeah. Either I love it, I'm indifferent, indifferent about it, I absolutely hate it. 100% of you guys said you don't care, indifferent. So That's not what I thought I would see. Um, I thought I would see more people saying they hate it, but um, I think it was on Hotline League this week. They had a couple callers from the UK um, calling in and... They had asked one of the callers, like, hey, your time, you know, if we start at this time, what does that mean for you? And it sounded like that person was only able to watch, like, I don't know, two or maybe three games, depending on length. Um, And I don't know, I haven't looked at the, is 12 o'clock the game start time, or is that just the broadcast start time? Dude, that's what I was confused about, they haven't, too. They haven't solidified that for us. Where in the past, we knew, like, this past year and the year before that, it was, uh, what was it, like, 2 o'clock, I think, was the time the game started, so they broadcasted about 30 minutes beforehand. So I don't know if they're doing that again. Here, I got this on screen. Uh, So it says... January 6th, 26th. Um, it does say... Start time of 12 p.m., 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that does not tell me. Oh, it does say primary. Oh, no, it says primary broadcast days. The Thursday. Yeah. Doesn't say doesn't game say start. start. Right. So I'm right. going to guess. I'm going to assume it's game start time. Because that's what they've been the past couple of years. Right, because their countdowns are only 30 minutes, I think. You're right, 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 right. So, um, no it did, it did come up in that, <laughs> that person did say, I think it, they said it starts at like 8 PM for them. Cause I think it's eight hour difference. And they said, yeah, no one's watching <clears throat> games four and five, excuse me. Or if they take longer than that, maybe not even the end of game three, de- depending on how long the broadcast takes. So that sounded pretty painful, uh, when it seemed like they wanted to capture, uh, more European viewers, so I, I got to question what the hell Riot's doing here. I, I'm just, I'm a little perplexed, I guess. <laughs> maybe maybe it was last week's episode. I don't think, maybe I didn't get to this. No, they didn't have one this week because they're off. So it was last week. Um, they were talking about, oh, maybe they should put the like better games at the end of the schedule. So people would like make sure to watch through the whole thing. And then I think like Mark argued, well, you don't want to start the broadcast off with like a dog shit matchup. That's exactly right. So it's kind of right. 
So no matter where they put it, it's like, okay, if they put it in the front, no one's going to watch in the United States. Probably not that many people are going to watch it. Sure. In Europe, they're going to watch it. And then middle of the day, no one in Europe is going to watch it. Still probably not everyone in North America is going to watch it. And then if it's at the end, no one in Europe is going to watch it. And then possibly NA watches it. It's, it just, cause there's not always every game of the day is not going to be good. No one wants to see fucking like Dignitas versus like CLG. I don't know what the right. races are. Maybe it could be next level, but come on, it's yeah. I don't. I should even look at the schedule. That'd be a good idea. It, to it's that. it's weird because like when you look at obviously it's really easy to compare to traditional sports, right? You look at um, NFL for example, and they have Thursday night football, and sometimes the Thursday night games are just a fucking slog. You turn around, you see the uh, two and eleven Texans or whatever, two whatever the record is now, two and thirteen or whatever, uh, playing some other trash tier team this year, like uh, the Broncos. Like, oh wow, I really don't want to watch this fucking football game. Um, it's kind of it, it almost feels the same, except they get away with it, and I don't know if it has to do with with whether or not their product is superior or just that much more. Um, highly touted, regardless of how awful the matchup may be, um, which tells me that there should be some sort of data uh, that would not be matchup specific. But obviously, Riot's collected a ton of data for their project here, and so I wish uh, I, could, I wish people could see it. Right. I wish I wish it was more transparent and it's not and that part really sucks. It actually I think I don't remember if I mentioned this last episode, but it, it certainly feels like at least me as a viewer is being pushed out. Um and they're trying to cast a big net to get more people in, but the problem with that is just like I don't it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a strong option. It, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, and they just need to explain it to us why they think it makes sense. And again, you know, we've mentioned this. They just were like, "Oh, here's this information. Peace. We're going on vacation for two weeks." So that's so like, dumb. Then they had, well, yeah, it was that the Papa Smithy episode, right? When he was on, yes, and they were talking about he he had been like knowing about this for months because they've been meeting right. and stuff. And it's like they had how long to fucking tell us, but. So okay, so first first day the twenty sixth, hundred thieves versus C nine. That'd probably be a banger game, considering yeah. you know, we're gonna see double lift back. We're gonna see Bjergsen on yeah. And then just the end of the day, TSM versus Immortal Immortals. I don't think that does. I don't again. I don't remember what is TSM's roster. Is it budget again? It, it, it doesn't matter. I don't even know what the roster is, but all I know is it doesn't matter. I think TSM and Team Liquid went for like full foreign speaking teams, I believe, if I remember correctly. I don't know. It's just like a brain drain, it feels like, in the in the squads. I mean, I know also, TSM lost a shit ton of money, so eh. and that's all on the FTX deal. I know League itself lost a fuck ton of money on that also. Uh, so that's probably not helping. Well, we also found um, out that there's no lock-in tournament. Yeah, that was a one and done. They two and um, done. I think Mark just randomly, or maybe, maybe I saw it on a YouTube comment. I saw someone. I was just like, "Oh yeah, there's no lock-in tournament this year." I'm like, 
oh, why why would that not be announced like on this post that I was just looking at where it tells me the TLDR? Unless they right. it does. Let me see. Lock in. No, lock in tournament is not mentioned at all in this LCS schedule. Like. I guess like like it was okay. Lock in was cool. I guess I like like a mini tournament and bracket and stuff. But like I guess they're hurting so bad on the FTX that they can't afford the fifty thousand dollar prize pool anymore. Apparently, I'm calling seriously. It like that. Um, yeah, TSM's roster is Solo, Boogie, Maple, Neo, and Chime. Super so, budget. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. uh like you said, it's just like no one cares to watch that garbage. Although Immortals is a I believe a better roster this year. I don't remember who the roster is now, but uh I do recall them having a much more improved roster this year over last year, but uh I don't know, is that saying a whole lot? I'm not sure. <laughs> so yeah, I I guess I mean, as cliche as this sounds, we're just gonna have to wait and see how it goes. I don't have high hopes for it. I don't think you have high hopes for it. I mean I I guess I'll watch VODs, but it's not the same as watching it live. Right. Know? Right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, moving on. Uh, also, if you guys haven't realized this yet, we're just kind of doing a end of the year, just kind of fan or like reading nothing special episode. Yeah, kind of a fan episode for you guys. We Some, were. We have we, a lot to catch up on. Yeah, we were going to do a champion review, but Tyler reminded me it was a Collie and Malzahar, you said, and they both yeah. had a lot of changes, and we wanted to kind of incorporate all the shit we're about to talk about, plus that, and we don't, that'd be way too long, so. Yeah, th- those two alone are probably 45 minutes in an episode together. And Next week. Yeah, and th- this amount of content, or this is, is a lot of time as well, I just didn't want to put you guys through like an hour and a half worth of, uh, of, uh listening or viewing or whatever. I want to give you right. guys a, a small nugget to, to have. Um, so I know we did miss a comment last week when we were talking about the uh, create a skin concept. Yeah. And then we even got another uh, addition to that as well. Um, but on YouTube, um, Bismack 6796, which just reminds me of Bismarcky. Rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, he said Dunkmaster Jace with his melee Q. And that I was another one I Dunk forgot. Master ones. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, give me a whole uh, like. Is that to the skies? Yeah. The flip. The flipper in yeah. skin skill. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. That would be a good idea. Um, and then we also briefly forgot about our boy Mayo. And yes, he said he RGB Zuri. She changes hue every time she uses Q. Maybe every three hits. I feel like if she was changing color every Q. That would give me an aneurysm or something. It would just make my eyes fucking hurt. Can you imagine this little fuck? It'd be like the, uh, what's it called? Imperium skin line. This just kind of looks like a vomit yeah. of colors. Right. What skin was it the other day we were playing and you mentioned something? Was it Vex? Was it Imperium Vex? And you're like, that just oh, doesn't yeah, look yeah, like art. No, it just looks like a bunch of colors. It's really, really bad. We were loading into the game. Like, uh, I mean, I know what that is, but like also, what is that? Someone just got a <laughs> bunch of paint and just went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very... It's got potential. It's just that the splash arts are kind of duty pants, if you ask me. And, uh, of course, uh, while we're on YouTube really quick, guys, go over there and follow right here. Let's build this subscribers yeah. up. We got some good gameplay videos. The five-man madness, the full team. That was a good That was a good one. Uh, I got two more coming out. 
uh, hopefully this weekend I'll have one. Uh, I'm not even going to spoil it because they're both really fucking good. And we get our, our fucking gate. We were on a fat losing streak. Our boy Asler came in, carried the oh, shit out of bro. us. It was great. It was a good game. Bro, so. Asler, if you're listening, the God. Can't wait. <laughs> the LeBlanc God. And it was the God we needed. I don't know if it's the God we deserve, but it was definitely the God we needed. Um, saved our skins. I mean, me and... Uh, Steven? Was that, was that a five? No, that no, was, no, that was, was a five. It was four. Oh, no, Purple was out. That's right, Purple was out. It was me, you, Steven, and Asler played Ramus that game. Actually, no. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it because it was a really fucking fun game. It was a, it was a fun game. No, it um, was. It, it did not look good to start, but uh, like I said, Asler the savior. Yep. Uh, all right, so let's. Uh, well, we're still talking about the skins, really quick. Uh, we had a few more over here on Discord. Let me get this back up. Boom, there we go. Um, so we had our boy Jazzy. He said, "While Trucker Orn is amazing and probably the best option, I'd like to see any of the following Orn skins." So we have a Orn connoisseur here. Uh, let your mind flow with the possibilities: Battlecast, Black Frost, Dragon Guardian, Full Metal, Mecha. World Breaker, Gentleman, and we can always use another Star Guardian launch. First first glance, I feel like Gentleman would be fucking sick. Could you That'd imagine awesome. him? Kind of like the uh, Gragas Esquire with the fucking... Just give, right, he'd like have a, to have his beard all taken care of and stuff right. like that. Oh, man, that'd be uh, sick. He, he could have, like... um, He could have, like... uh. Some sort of grog out of out of a horn, you know, the orn horn. Just give him a horn, but like a, make it look super fancy, like um, like Game of Thrones does. Like you mm. know, they, they gild it and whatnot, make it look all real nice. Um, would he wear glass? No, he'd wear a monocle, huh? No, we already have a monocle. Though. You have uh, you have Nasus with the monocle, so right. What uh, you could give a real nice fucking hammer? You could maybe. Um. Any other of these ones? I think Worldbreaker would be a good one too. Worldbreaker would be cool. I don't really know the the design template for Worldbreaker. Um, it's like so the Aztecs, right? I think so. Um, I would have a hard time trying to describe that for Orn, but I could see, like, I I could picture it. I just couldn't describe it. If that makes sense, like I I kind of think of like Worldbreaker uh, Nautilus, which is a pretty good one too. I think. Um, um, he said Battlecast and Mecha. I'm so over Mecha skins. Just I'm so over Mecha it's, skins. It, it, it's but, something they would do for sure. They would do. But I think I think Black Frost would be sick uh, because he's all fire, right? Is and there can only just make him basically like Anivia? Is there only is Anivia the only Black? No, no they have Renekton. Or, yeah, yeah. There's other Rexai. Yeah, Rexai. Uh, is it Velkaz? Oh yeah, here we go. Anivia, Alistair. Alistair, yeah. Renekton, yeah. Scion. Yeah, this is a cool oh. skin line, dude. They, come on. It'd like, be cool to do with Orn just because it kind of flips them the other way. Just like his sister, Anivia. And then, <laughs> let's see, any other ones? Full Metal could be interesting. Full Metal, to me, is kind of Battlecast and Mecha. I, I like. I think, like you said, I'm, I have a little fatigue on the, on the Mecha skin line because there's like five skin lines that look like that. But Star Guardian Orn, on the other hand... I feel like that could be a good April Fool skin. Yeah, it would fit in with with uh, the Urgot one, right? Jamma Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are all um, uh, all great suggestions, though. I feel like Orin has a lot of po- a lot of potential, but they don't give him that many skins. Sucks. Yeah. What is it, what is it like? Uh, 
what is Orn? I guess. Like, what is his? What is he um, like in lore? Animal wise, yeah. Like, if you had to equate him to an animal, he's not a. I mean, Alistair's a bull. Is he like a, Make a like, or, like a like a hog? A ram? He's got ram horns. Oh, a ram. Okay, okay. So I was just trying to think of like, I mean, what else could he do with a ram? Hmm. I mean, you don't want that awful football team in your game. <laughs> what does uh, Russell Wilson say? He's like, Bronco, let's, let's ride. Broncos, Broncos country, country, let's ride. <laughs> or, oh. Orange country, let's build. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you for those suggestions, Sazzy. And then uh, Calientes had one more where he said, Brony Hecarim. So good. Basically so good. a non-mech version of the arcade skin with a giant heart stamped on his ass. His glaive is replaced with a heart-tipped wand, and the aura from his W contains floating mini ponies and unicorns. This is like My Little Pony, Hecarim. Well, that, that, that's exactly is it. Is that what it is? A brony? Okay. A, okay. a, a brony is like a, a a male who likes My Little Pony. Got it. Okay, I didn't know that. We learned that today. Um, voice lines are <laughs> replaced with insane lines from the show, with Hecarim screaming, friendship is magic, as he casts his ult, causing enemies in the target area to flee in disgust rather than fear. I could see... This potentially even being a Star Guardian skin. I would say it sounds very Star Guardian, and I sometimes get the feel that Star Guardian uh, is obviously Sailor Moon, but has like kind of My Little Pony ish to it. Um, A good person to really like flesh this out would be uh, Sean's brother. Sean's older brother is a brony. (laughs) So he would actually be able to flesh this out and make it good and make it hilarious. And. Speaking of Brony, I mean, I feel like with Orn, you could actually make like a Care Bear Orn. <laughs> that would be Care Bear Volibear too. Be right, right. You could kind of, you could kind of fit Brony Hecarim in with that because Care Bears and My Little Pony are, are very similar in uh, stylistic design. So uh, hilarious, Calientes. Thank you again for another banger of a comment, dude. You just, you don't stop leaving them. And I know you said you were, you were not feeling well. Um, so hopefully you're feeling better now. Um, I live for your comments every week, dude. Right. No, we love it. <laughs> They're we always it. so good. Thank you. Um, you want to move over to uh, this yeah, or that? Perp. Young Perp gave us a, a fun one uh, last night. So not a lot of people had a chance to respond to this one. So we can hit up the couple that did respond. Um, but Purple asked... Uh, to pick between this or that, would you delete three champs, or would you rather give two bands per person in ranked? Calientes had a great, again, another great paragraph. <laughs> uh, Calientes says, one band each feels like a good balance to me. Two bands per person means up to 20 band champions per game, depending on duplicates. This would make it too easy to wipe out the strong champions for a role that is considered overpowered on that patch. Champion pools need to be taken into account as well. Most people who play to climb likely have two to three champions that they're decent at piloting, but drop off massively if they're banned out or picked by the enemy. I know I don't have time to learn another two to three champions in my main role, plus maybe one to two in my off role to cover all possibilities in the ban phase. So, delete Yumi, Shaco, and Fizz and ban the sociopaths that one-tricked them. <laughs> So solid choices. Something that I mean, we've talked about this before, and it's like, what happens when they reach two hundred champions? 
like if is who knows how long the, the longevity of this game is going to be but of course they're always going to be making new things i don't see them just like stopping the creation of new champions right so it's like once we get to we're already pushing we're at 161 162 champions we're pushing it for 10 bands a game I mean, obviously, there's also a handful. It, it comes down to the, the other issue is, like, there's a handful of champions that just don't even exist. Like, they can't even be played. They're so bad. Like, it's true. Um, but, yeah, what happens when we... What's going to happen when when we get to 200, 250 champions? That's, I think that's way too many. Um, I think we should be adding a second ban. Uh, as much as I'd love to delete Yumi, Zeri, and probably, like... Master Yi or something. I'm trying to. I can't think of another like super toxic champion off the top of my head. That's just nonsense that no one ever wants to fucking touch. Aatrox. Um. Aatrox. Uh, Katarina. Katarina would Kata- be a good oh, one. God. It's just champions. It's just yeah. It's. But I feel like if we had two bands, twenty bands out of 161, who cares? Or or at least. That, I'm no. I'm with Calientes a little bit. That's that's a lot because you just ban out an entire role at that point. Um. However, I would be in favor um I I don't know how to word this. So you give 3 extra bands per team. So you get your 5 or no, give 3 extra bands per game. So you have 5 and then I think it would be interesting. The only problem is this takes up a fuck ton of time in pregame and that already is a time-consuming piece. But my thought is, like, you give everyone a chance to ban one. And once all those bans are done, you let both teams uh, pick champions, you know, other champions that they may want to ban, and then kind of either vote on them or roulette them, kind of like they do with... Um, is it One for All, where you get to ban champions? Or no, where you pick... One for All, where you pick champions, and it kind of roulettes the, the picks, depending on who picks what. Okay. Um very quick like little roulette thing like oh shit this one didn't get banned or that jack wagon decided they weren't gonna ban anything or whatever you know uh and then that's the only other option i would see um that would work but it gets it gets so time consuming in in pre-game and like the one thing that fucking always sucks is like you can get all the way through pregame in the last five seconds someone just dodges mm-hmm. and it's like dude why did I just spend fifteen ten to fifteen minutes in pregame getting everything fucking picked for someone to dodge and I do that shit all over again so that part is kind of discouraging and even giving two bands like that would be nuts so I don't know how else you could do that quickly without taking you know maybe take one extra minute what about I'm sure there's a way to do that. What about the possibility of not allowing duplicate bands or like showing bands in real time? Like, so that no one can ban, teams can't ban the same thing. So it's 10 unique. Like back, back to alternating bands? Uh, I mean, not necessarily, but like, just, just don't. So if like, if you go to ban champion, it'll like be like, oh, oops, like this champion's already been banned by the enemy team. Don't ban that. You can't ban this champion. I'm like, okay. So it's 10 unique every game. You know, everyone fucking hates Master Yi. Everyone hates Yumi. Of course, like, there's a good high chance. I have to look at, like, ban rates, but, like, they're already guaranteed. So it's like, oh, okay, I can just use this on another one then. Also, can I just... Can we force people to ban champions? I can't stand when people hit don't know ban. Like, they they give up their ban. I don't mind when people actually lock in no ban, but I feel like a lot of people just 
forget that they're banning and they just don't ban something. It's like it's a waste. Give it. Maybe you can if you can elect. You don't want to ban. Give give that extra give vote to else. me. Yeah. Or like if someone doesn't ban, then just give it to the first person in the in the lobby or whatever. Yeah. Like if they just don't ban, it's like oh, okay, you have an extra ten seconds to pick another champion. Go. I, that would actually be an interesting um, development. I feel like it's a waste when someone's it's like a super waste. Or especially if the person doesn't ban something and they're top laner and they go against Darius and they get shit on and they start crying. I'm like, you elected to not ban someone and you could have banned Darius. You fucking donkey. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I get nervous about um, how long it takes in, in pregame, so... Uh, I almost feel like just deleting champions like Yumi or whatever. Kind of like, remember when they removed Gangplank from the game? Kind of like that. <laughs> well, who was but, it? Was it uh, where they talked about... I think maybe we talked about it, but like they have a pool of champions that rotates from patch to patch. I don't think that'd be very viable, because like, what if your main isn't on the rotation? You know, like if there was 100 champions per patch, and like the other 60 are just... Away from uh, it. Yeah, that would be yeah. That I think that would turn a lot of people off from playing the game. That unfortunately, like no, I don't. It want sounds it. like it could be a cool idea, but like people just stop playing the game. <laughs> it was um, God, what did they? I think they were talking about it. What was it? They were talking about it on yeah, like on LCS. Is it what? Is it a Korean league? I don't think it's LCK, but like, what's the term where like you play a game? And then the next game, you can't play the same champions again. Oh, okay. But that that would just be for pro play. Like, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, so if the first I, team I picks, forgot about that. Yeah, I think they did talk about that in LCS. They, like, pick Zeri, and then, you know, if it's a best... Or no, it's like a best of three. Did we talk about that? I want to say... A, I like, say, like, we talked about that in Worlds or something I like that. I think it was on Hotline League. They're talking about where, like, a, a, like a Korean, like, minor league or... Uh, the equivalent of like um, LFL or something that they tried that in or like academy. best of best yeah academy, like academy teams or like a best of three they have that rule like oh I pick Zeri this game meaning the next game you gotta pick something else can't you have to pick something else so yeah that, that's like a that's like a one pick like you have the whole pool and then you pick and then that picks off the table for the rest of the series or off the table for the next game for both teams it, um, I guess it could be interesting. I mean, that Willie, that would literally just be for pro play, though. Right, 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 right. It would be an interesting uh, tournament style, for sure. I think that would be fun if someone ran, even if it wasn't like a super serious tournament, but some sort of tournament with that sort of pick style. It's like, oh, you picked that last game. Pick something else, Jack Wagon. Like, I think that would be, actually, that would make for a really fun tournament. <laughs> if we had more people, I'd say let's run a tournament like that, but we gotta get more people to do that. Right. This is where you guys come in. Your friends, your families. The the person that you hate that you want to see suffer by playing league. Do <laughs> you want to see them play top lane and be a masochist just no like the one rest wants of us? To play top lane. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, I've been playing top lane, okay? Yeah, I know. Ooh, spoilers. Um and then finally we had Jazzy again. He said two bands. It's far more likely realistically, but I'd 100% go with delete 3. Shaco, Timo, and Viego don't even need to think about it. Uh, probably, yeah, I think Shaco... I feel like Timo should just get deleted because he's just fucking useless. I don't even ban Timo because I don't want to play against Timo. I ban Timo because I don't want my teammates playing Timo. 
Like that's I I ban Tebow more because I don't want him on my team because he doesn't offer jack shit and most people that fucking pilot him don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, they pick him because they think they're gonna be like, oh, I'm playing Timo Ignite. I'm gonna shit on my laner and then, oops, and then get shit on, and then don't fucking shroom. Like playing, <laughs> that is like the epitome of their Yasuo versus our Yasuo, right? Ours is zero and ten and and feeds and he's looking for that power spike and there you also hit power spike level one and is fucking 20 and two or something or it's like it's our Yasuo's first time playing but then the yeah. enemy champion has and like or diamond enemy, has like yeah yeah that too um but yeah guys these uh posts are always open you can come uh maybe the world cup one is probably not applicable again because it's we're out of the world cup but sure Promotion, join join the Discord, come in here, post some suggestions. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about these things, and it's really fun to hear what you guys have to say. Um, so, yeah. Yes, we've had a few new people join just in the past week. Um, actually, we've had a lot of people join in the past week. Um, also, just... Jazzy and Bombi and Soul Queen. Yeah, just just in general, just come join. We're, we're always trying. I preach about this all the time. It's so much more fun to play a f- in a f- with a five man and communications. Yes. Yep. Because the other day, even when you lose, yeah. Were you uh, were you in the game where like we was it a set? And he was just like, "Oh, I have an emergency. I gotta leave." Yeah. Yeah. He. I, that was last night. If maybe he did have an emergency, he, but he he got died, shit on. Yeah. Said FF angle, and then left. It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it was so stupid. It's like, why would you do that, man? But, uh, yeah, no, seriously, the, the more people that, that want to play together, even if it's not a serious, like, even if it's just normal or whatever, it is, it makes for more fun, even if you're getting duped on by the other team, because it's just funny. Because you see how serious some people get in some of these, and you're just like, yeah, but, you lo-. like, the other day I was playing a Gragas game, and I wasn't playing that well. And, because uh, I don't play top lane that often and i just been picking phil because i just want to get into a game instead of waiting 69 years for the shit to load <laughs> and the guy on the other team was just like like yeah i lost to uh i don't remember who our mid laner was i lost to that person or whatever or maybe he said he lost to you i don't remember who you're playing and as i lost to them i was like no you lost to me and I was like, and I don't even play this champion or this lane. And he got heck of mad. He's like, I can tell. I'm like, yeah, but you still lost to me. And you're platinum and I'm silver. Okay. You lost to me. Just because I thought it was funny because he was getting so riled up. And like, you see how riled up these people get. And it's like, I've, I've certainly been on the other side when you know you're better than somebody and you lose. You're just like, this is fucking bullshit. But that's also just kind of funny to be on the troll side. And it's obviously a lot more fun when you're doing it with people that you are playing with that you know or whatever, as opposed to just being in solo queue. Because if it was in solo queue, I probably just wouldn't care. But yeah, you lost to me. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. Also, uh, one more thing on that. it's We want to get enough people. We want to cast some games. Like, Dude. I really want to cast some games, some custom games, and... Please, if you're I'll, into that idea, I'll cast the fuck out of these games. Honestly, if you, excuse me, if you wanted to play a game and share your screen, have me cast. I'll fuck cast it, dude. I'm actually like something that I am lightweight interested in is casting games. Like Dean was saying, like he wants to. Like I think 
the availability is there to do it. And I'd be more than happy to uh, fuck around with y'all. Or even cast some shit. Even uh, send us like replays. If you have like a VOD or yeah, something, we'll play that and we'll cast that. That'd be fun. That'd be more content to put on the YouTube channel. So I like right. that. I really like that idea. And then, oh, one last thing I wanted to mention that I uh, almost forgot. Jazzy had, had a um, piece to add about the Yumi episode. Um, and I just forgot to catch it earlier. Um, Jazzy said as for as far as what to do about yumi i think they should just ditch her identity and start over i know they won't but she's not a gateway champion she's a crutch like you mentioned going from yumi to lulu will feel so bad that you'll likely just become a yumi one trick pony or stop playing entirely making a champion that far outside the box was for sure going to result in a yorick situation either dumpster fire or absolutely busted and I think that's kind of what I said in the last episode is like, you don't want to turn her into a Yorick and just like, you just don't know what to do. So you just leave her alone. And then she just stays there forever until you get a new idea. Because I think we're past that stage in, in Riot's um, repertoire that like, we need to fix those champions. not just leave them out there to, to I don't even want to say to die, just to rot. <laughs> right. I just... It just, it sucks. I mean, it's a little bit better than the Zeri situation because Yumi's almost four years old and Zeri's not even a year yet and they've done so much, like, surgery on her. Right. Um. I, it just sucks because when they have, if they have to, like, rebuild her from the ground up, that pushes back other champions that deserve more attention. Shivana. I really want Shivana to get reworked. And we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait. A whole fucking year for Skarner. There's no other big reworks coming out this next year. Skarner's 2024. Fucking stupid. But I agree. Yumi is either... Obviously, you nerf her into the ground, or she's busted. We saw it Worlds. She's very busted. So, it it sucks. I don't know what they can do about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I have no fucking clue. What do they do about it? <laughs> what are we going to do about it? Um, wow. But yeah, guys, thanks for... All the uh, submissions, the write-ins, the posts. We like doing this, and I hope you guys enjoyed an episode like this. Little, did, it was kind of all over the place, but I think it was fun to just, you know, kind of one-on-one. Do a little hodgepodge of, of all the stuff. Right. Um, I think the last thing I just wanted to ask you, just straight up, I know the, the I think the season starts the 11th. Yeah. Any guesses of what the video is going to be? The like cinematic Ooh. Last year was the um, I remember it said like Sejuani and Orn, and the Talia. It it kind of shaped out that Belveth storyline, I guess. If you remember that, yeah. Um, I would be hard pressed if they didn't include Renata and Zeri at least in the video. I don't know if they'll include Cassante or or um. I guess. Do you want them to like? set something up that remember not necessarily how Viego was with the Renation the whole year, but do you want like a general theme? That's kind of going to be, you know, it's like, like it'd be cool if they had a story. It doesn't Renation just sucks. So, but like, it is cool to have a story. I, I'm not mad at that. It, man, it sucks. Cause like, we don't know. We don't, we don't know what we don't know. So like, uh, it would be interesting to have like an idea of the champions that, um, would be coming because then you could, almost build a storyline or a through line. Um, but I wonder, I mean, I think that's a cool idea though. Like, Hey, we have these champions coming. We have these things coming. Um, 
is there a through line with any of these that we can connect? I mean, obviously in the past, there's always been the joking ones, like the three hit passive phase and, and, you know, all these little phases here and there uh, of champions and styles of champions, but we not, never really had like a thematic through line for any of these. So I want, no, I really want something. Cause I think, I think arcane is supposed to come out next year at the end of next year. Give me oh, something. Right. 2023. G- give me something that's gonna be like, if it's just some of the Piltover champions, just something that has to do with arcane you could incorporate Zeri, Renata. I, I would be very surprised if they're not in season two of Arcane, just because they're both from Zon, you know? Right. Um that would rule. But maybe that's just wishful thinking. It'll probably just be some cinematic fighting nonsense, but who knows? Um I'd like to see them put TF back in it. That would be cool. Is he's only been in the Twist of Fate I one? Think he's right? only been in the twist of fate yeah which is iconic as fuck don't get me wrong just would love to see him again in the cinematic but i also would just like to see some of the other champions that we don't see very often like i don't think we've seen shen in a cinematic like that Ooh. okay um i, I know we haven't seen york in any of those cinematics <laughs> so it would be fun to just see some champions we haven't seen before i mean Fuck it. Put Yumi in it. I don't know. Oh my god. Stop. Okay. <laughs> That's how we know. We're talking about Yumi again. We need to wrap oh, this up. Shit. I will, go. <laughs> I will pose the question so you guys can answer on Spotify or YouTube, whatever. I will start a suggestion thread that's going to you know come into the Discord and submit what you think, what your guesses are for the cinematic, and we'll read them off uh, over the next few weeks for when the season comes. So hit the link tree in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, Get ready for more gameplay videos. Those are coming out. I'm having a lot of fun with those, and I think people are liking yes. them. Um, I'm trying to stream pretty often this week, maybe next week. Uh, so head over to the uh, d- the Twitch channel as well. Um, but yeah, guys, until next week, I think the patch comes out next week. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think it's been two weeks, three weeks. Who the fuck knows? Why am I doing Donald Trump hands? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, hope you had a good Christmas, happy new year, and, uh, yeah. That's my Donald Trump impression. Later, guys. Uh, I don't know, I called a, it's just a ability haste, but they are called... Accelerando. Yeah, Accelerando. Cool. Alright, they had to think of a good musical term to add to that. (laughs) So, yeah, let's just go through it, and we'll we'll talk about it, and, um, we'll see what we got. So, her passive power chord. Uh, innate accelerando Sonas generates a stack of accelerando each time she hits an enemy champion with him of valor and each time she mitigates sufficient damage or heals damage allies with aria of perseverance stacking up to 120 times at maximum stacks she reduces the current cooldown of crescendo by one and a half seconds each time so every time you hit a champion with a q or heal your allies with w it lowers that cooldown uh, and then Accelerando for each stack. Um, Sona gains half a basic ability haste up to 60 at maximum stacks. Okay. Uh, in, innate Melody, whenever Sona casts a basic ability, her other abilities uh, incur a half-second global cooldown, and she generates a unique aura for three seconds that empowers herself and nearby allies, allied champions. Um, 
innate power cord. Sona's basic abilities generate a stack of power cords stacking up to three times. At three stacks, her next, next basic attack is empowered to consume them all to have an uncancelable windup. Deal 20 to 240 based on level plus 20% AP bonus magic damage and apply an additional effect based on the last basic ability she casted. So Him of Valor, if this is the last stack. Uh, Staccato um, deals 28 to 336 based on level plus 28% AP modified magic damage. Okay. Uh, Aria of Perseverance, uh, Diminuendo. Diminuendo. Diminu whatever. Uh, <laughs> reduces the target size by eight percent and damage dealt by twenty five percent plus four percent per one hundred AP. I didn't for three seconds. I did not know it lowered their size. I didn't know that either. I knew it. It it was like a mini exhaust. Right. But interesting. And then uh, Song of Celerity. Uh, tempo slows the target by 50% plus 4% per 100 AP for two seconds, capped at a maximum of 99% slow. Uh, gaining... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Say, no, finish it. Say, I don't know how <laughs> you're ever going to build enough to get 99% slow because uh, if you're only getting 4% per 100 AP and you're at 50, you would have to have 5,000 AP to be close to that point, you know? 5,000? Really? Uh, Wouldn't it be so? Let's see. If he had a thousand AP, yeah, I guess you would need a lot. You would need a fuck ton, dude. I think so. Thousand ten. Well, so if he had a thousand, that'd be ten. So that's forty percent, right? If he had a thousand, that'd be four per one hundred. That's ninety. Okay, yeah. So even getting a thousand AP is damn near impossible on any champion that's not scaling it automatically like Vagar. (laughs) You'd yeah, you'd need like fifteen. You'd have to go like you have to build all Rabadons. With fucking um, Gathering Storm. I, I was... <laughs> yeah, that's, all, like, that's just not going to fucking happen. I feel like if... if I, I understand why they can't make it 100% slow because it sure. just be a fucking stun. But like, I feel like if you got that much AP, you should be you're able one... to just stun. <laughs> you're one-shotting people anyways. <laughs> right. I mean, um, think so about he... that much AP with a 28% AP ratio for just the Hymn of Valor. Like, you're, you're one-shotting fools. Yeah, right. <laughs> um so this, one thing i will say and, and even before they inc- included the um accelerando stacks this was a very long passive for a champion that came out in 2010 right i feel like this might be the longest i think so because it's pretty uh, much the a... same it hasn't really ever changed you know right um and i mean it her whole kit is I'd, I'd say it's pretty unique it just is because you you know you want to whenever if I ever play Sona aka when I'm playing an Aram <laughs> I don't really like strategize uh, strategize how I'm gonna work her passive in I'm like okay Q W or Q E W okay my my W is the empowered one next so I'm just gonna do that I'm not like because obviously the Q is like an enhanced auto attack right so if right. you have like Lich Bane that thing's gonna hit like a truck right and then the damage reduction and then the slow. I don't really process it like that. So I guess if you're a good Sona player, you could probably be able to like, I guess, it, I mean, it, there's comparisons to Seraphine where they all have like three stacked passives and right. then the third does something similar, but huh. there's a lot of comparisons to Seraphine just based on the, the kit in general. I mean, the, the Q does extra damage uh, when empowered Seraphine's empowered Q does extra damage. The W has a heal and, and this one has damage reduction. 
hers has an AOE heal for everybody, uh, plus the shield. And then the empowered E on this one deals with movement speed and slowing and Seraphine's stuns. And even the fucking ulti is a weird, very weird um, champion to make Seraphine. But this is about Sona, not Seraphine. So I don't want to go too far down that uh, rabbit hole. But um, I will say when I play Sona and I don't really play her support, she's... She's definitely an entry-level champion. She has a very easy skill cap. Um, but I think that she can do more if you really know how to work with that power cord. Um, when I play Sona, depending on what I'm facing in lane, typically when you're in lane, you're trying to, to use that Q-pop. Mm -hmm. The, the uh, Song of Celerity slow is, is a two-second slow by 50%. It's not crazy strong. But the, the Q-pop, especially early, does a lot of fucking damage. And you kind of get to bully people out of the lane. Um, and then obviously as the as the game goes on, you more transition into being a, an E and W user. You're not really a damage dealer. So um, it does have... Each one has their, their merits. And I think each one is usable in any situation. And a good player can make use of them. And we'll know when, when one is better than the other. So Also feel like Sona... Yeah, like... Sona does like a surprisingly high amount of damage. Right. Um I I think I would consider her like a hyper carry, especially if you're going like sure you can build like Moonstone. I actually as far as pro play goes, I feel like everyone is just building um whatchamacallit, what's the movement speed one? Yeah, she really is. Everyone is building that. Yeah. That's like yeah, Moonstone is like a thing of the past. But how much how much does uh Shirelius give AP wise? I think it's similar it's a, to Moonstone. Like 40 or something? Yeah, I don't think it's a whole lot. It's not a lot. but It gives you uh, health, let's... I think, though. Is the... No, Moonstone oh, gives yeah. health, too. It doesn't give any um, AP. Oh, there you go. Interesting. I think it gives cooldown reduction. That's probably the, the other reason. 10, 300 health, 100, uh, 100 base health regen, and 100 base mana regen. There you go. Um, yeah, that's and worth it. <laughs> plus 10% heal and shield. Yeah, I just... I mean... How much does Ardent give? Ardent gives sixty. I mean, you, you could probably if you're going full support, you might be able to tip two hundred AP. Right. Um. But yeah, if if you go full AP, I mean, remember, um, when like in LCS and, and pro play when when Senna Senna no it was was it Sona Tom Kench? Yeah, Sona TK. Senna, yeah. Well, it was also it was like, Senna Tom Kench too. Oh no, it was Sona Tarek. That's what it was. Sona Tarek. Yeah, the double heal. There you go. It was the double heal. Yeah. Bot yeah, it's fucking so it's disgusting. Like, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move down to the W Aria of Perseverance. Um, active Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded allied champion nearby. Uh, Q. We gotta do the Q. Oh shit! I'm sorry. We did <laughs> okay. pass it first. Like... Sorry, Q. Let me back it up here. Uh, Him of Valor. Uh, active Sona sends out bolts of sound to the two nearest visible enemies, prioritizing champions. Each bolt deals magic damage and grants sight of the area around the target for one second. Sona gains a stack of Accelerando for each bolt that hits an enemy champion. The Melody Bonus. Sona and tagged allied champions deal bonus magic damage on their next basic attack within five seconds. So she gets the little aura. That's like her big thing is every time she casts an ability, she gets a circle around her. And just by running near a champion or a champion being near you in that circle, they get empowered things. 
Um, on this one, they get uh, bonus magic damage, which does 10 to 30 with a 20% AP ratio. And that's Sona's basic attack and any champion that, that grabs that um, aura, aura. Yeah. For, for five seconds. And I think you can reset it, too. I think you can use it and then get it again and use it again. Um, the magic damage on the ability itself is 50 to 170, which is rather low, but you get a 40% AP ratio. And like I said earlier, for a champion that doesn't scale super hard in damage, in my opinion. Um, I think her, her skills kind of round out to different ways. This is still a really, really, really good early level ability all the way up to about level 11 when I think she uh, has a lot of power. I think I think just the... So, let's see. So, when it's, what's it, when it's empowered, it does a 28... 28 to 336 based on level. Yeah, that's levels 1 through 18. So that's that's very high. I think that's high. And then plus the auto, like, it's so weird that she, she's kind of like based around auto. Even though she's a spellcaster, you got to like land that auto attack to get. And I mean, again, if you have a Lich Bane, that auto attack, 20 to uh, 240 base on level plus 20% AP plus the Lich Bane proc. That thing fucking hits. Um, for sure, for sure. She definitely scales well with, with the spell sword items. So, uh, or spell, yeah, spell blade, I guess they call it. it. used to be spell sword. I think it's spell blade now. <laughs> uh, is there any details? The site is granted off the target. Okay, the empowered attack will trigger but not consumed against wards. Okay. Yeah, and same thing with towers as really well. When you, when you use that empowered attack, it doesn't trigger against towers. Okay. All right, moving on to Aurea of Perseverance. Active Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded ally champion nearby. Had no idea it worked like that. Yes. Uh, Melody bonus Sona and tagged ally champions are granted a shield for one and a half seconds. And then Sona gains a stack of Accelerando whenever she heals a wounded ally or shields a minimum amount of damage for an ally with Aria of Perseverance. So the heal is 30 to 90 plus 15% AP. Shield strength is 25 to 105 with 25% AP. And then the minimum damage that needs to be mitigated to get the stack is 25 to 105. Now, do you, do we, I guess it depends, but are you, are you maxing W first? Um, I usually I think I max Q because it's such a good early ability. And then you max W. Um, the heal is kind of small even at max rank, so I don't think maxing W first does uh, enough for you. Um, especially because you only get a fifteen percent AP ratio, and even the shield you have to be right next to the other person to to get the shield popping off. Where also the Q helps you get your stacks faster too. So I think I think uh, maxing the Q, even if I mean I think all of her skills have static cooldowns. Yeah, they don't they don't skill cooldowns, so you're not you're not getting any cooldown bonus by maxing W first or anything like that. So I think um, I think the Q max is just a little bit better for for early game. Then the W becomes a a better skill late as you start team fighting and you give multiple people the shield. Um, one of the things I didn't note that I. I forgot and I wanted to mention is like Sona's abilities, you don't target them except for her ulti. Like yeah. they do what they do. <laughs> um and when I first played Sona, I could not understand. I'm like, I don't understand why I don't get to like why is my spell going this way? Why don't I get to use it on this person? Uh, I didn't realize like you don't get to target or cast any of them. They're all 
auto-targeted, which is what makes her a really simple, basic, easy champion for beginners to learn. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's anything. I know that it says, if no one is injured, Arya of Perseverance will target the closest allied champion. Um, And it will follow an ally in stealth, but will not reveal them. So that is important to note as well. That's really nice. Because when you see it, it looks like it's revealing them, so... Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and I think that's it for the W. Let's see anything else. Mm-mm. Go ahead. All right, move down to the E Song of Celerity, and this is probably the often most underused ability that she has. Um, active Sona gains 20% plus 2% per 100 AP, bonus movement speed for seven seconds. If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely once or if three seconds have. That doesn't even make sense. The duration ends prematurely once or if three seconds have elapsed. Okay. I think that once isn't supposed to be there. I think it's just supposed to say the duration ends prematurely or it ends if three seconds have elapsed. That's a really fucking weird sentence. Okay. Um, the melody bonus. Tagged allied champions gain bonus movement speed for three seconds. Um, they gain 10 to 14% plus 2% per 100 AP. So... Um, they so won't run as fast it, as Sona. Well, they won't get as much bonus, but does it? So does that stack on top of the base? Well, the base only applies to Sona. Oh right, okay, got it. So Sona gets twenty percent plus two percent for hundred AP, and then everyone else gets ten to fourteen. Um, the thing to note on this ability is the slow. Uh, so you can use it to get a slow. That's her only other CC ability. Um. Oh, here, it tells you right here. To achieve a 99% slow with the empowered attack via power cord, it require at least 1475 AP. I don't even know. Like you would, I think you have to have six or, uh, uh, death caps. And Gathering Storm or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it ain't happening. But alright, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. So, okay, wait, wait. Go back. So, the... Maybe it's just because of weird the way it's written. I'm just confused because like, so the active says Sona gains, and that so that does not distribute. So okay, so she gets more movement speed than her allies. But I think she moves slower than everybody else. I think her her base movement speed is pretty fucking slow. Yeah, her base movement speed is 325, and then she's probably building cooldown boots, which don't give a whole lot of move speed either. So is that well, how long? How much are Ionians? Like 60? No, like 40? Ionian boots. Because she's, let's see, so she's getting. They uh, gave you 45 move speed. So 45, and she's, so that's 370. And then that's 20% of that, so 10, would be like another 60. Yeah, yeah. okay. But that, I guess it lasts longer too, so it's 7 seconds instead of 3 seconds. Though. Right, right. Everybody else gets theirs for, for lower. Okay. So. It evens out where it makes sense. Uh, and then finally, Crescendo. Sona strikes an irresistible cord in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and stuns them for one and a half seconds and then damages 150 to 350 with a 50% AP ratio. Um, let's see. The ability will cast from wherever the cast... Okay. Uh, best part about this is it forces the targets to dance. It's so and... good. It's so good. <laughs> The uh, and then of course, like we said, with the passive, whenever you use it, and then when you fully stack to 120 stacks, 
using your Q or W will uh, lower the cooldown one and a half seconds each time. So usually it's up pretty quickly as long as you're, it's really good in ARAM. Um, and right. then, um, it's the a game breaking ulti for sure. Game breaking. Like, like you could totally get into the team fight. And if, she, if she's able to get the angle and get three people in that ulti, you should win that team fight. You should, you know, yeah. I feel it, like uh, it's, it's pretty powerful. One and, a, one and a half seconds, I guess, is long. It feels... It's not as long as a Morgana Q, for sure. But no, no. the fact that it's an AoE stun is pretty gross. And it's um, got a... It's got a I mean, yeah, 280 width. It's pretty. It's a pretty wide ability. I mean, you have a lot of room to, to hit people with. It's very quick, too. It is very... It's a very quick missile speed. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to note before they added that passive in... Um, her her ulti used to have a passive where as you ranked it up, her she got uh her abilities got ability haze. That's yes. what it used to be. Yeah, and before that, when she was uh out a long time ago, her ulti had a passive that um ranking it up actually gave extra bonuses to the um to her other basic abilities. Why isn't that on here? Uh, scroll all the way down to the patch history. Mm. All the way down at the bottom. It just says, uh, new passive. And this was patch uh, 413. So, like, kind of right when we started. Uh, it said, Crescendo ranking up increases the strength of Sona's auras and Song of Celerity's self-bonus movement speed. And you would get some extra bonuses there. One thing I do want to note in Song of Celerity, I actually understand what the sentence means now. I had to reread it a couple times to get it. Um, so it reads, if she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely, saying once or if three seconds have elapsed. So if three seconds haven't elapsed, she, it doesn't end prematurely. So, uh, it'll, it'll end at three seconds. If you take damage at like, right when you cast it, you take damage, you lose your movement speed at three seconds. Or if you're past three seconds of it having been cast, if you take damage, you lose your movement speed. So I just wanted to drop that correction because I was fucking confused a minute ago. <laughs> All right. Best Sona skin. I, I feel like the obvious answer is DJ. Yeah. But like, that's kind of an unfair choice just because uh, realistically that should be her fucking base skin. But it's kind of an unfair choice because it's the ultimate skin and like, why wouldn't you use it, you know? So if I had to pick like a a backup one, um, man, arcade I, was really good. I used to really like that. It's like the the poor man's DJ Sona. <laughs> I really like the OG Pentakill. The OG Pentakill's good. I like that one better than Pentakill Two, or, or Pentakill Lost Chapter. Excuse me. Um, I do like Odyssey. I think she looks really cool as the Odyssey one too. So, but I still think best skin's probably DJ Sona. <laughs> yeah, DJ Sona's. For sure. Muse is cool. It just reminds me of like a, a Greek goddess. So that, that's kind of cool, but like, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that, that is it for Sona. So we got Miss Fortune coming up next, and I think ChatGPT has uh, something in store for us. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. Miss Fortune is a marksman champion in League of Legends who excels at dealing sustained physical damage to enemy champions from a safe distance. 
Her playstyle is often described as a combination of both a lane bully and teamfight carry, as she is able to dominate her opponents in the early stages of the game and scale well into the late game. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, in the laning phase, Misfortune relies heavily on her strong poke and trading potential. She can use her Q ability double up to hit an enemy champion and then bounce her shot to hit a second target behind them, dealing significant damage to both. Her W ability, Strut, gives her increased movement speed, allowing her to dodge skill shots and chase down opponents who try to escape. In team fights, Misfortune ultimate ability bullet time is her main source of damage. She channels for a few seconds and fires a barrage of bullets in a cone in front of her, dealing massive damage to all enemies caught in the area. She can also use her E ability and make it rain to slow enemies and zone them away from her team's backline. Overall, Misfortune's playstyle revolves around using her range and mobility to poke down enemies and then following up with her ultimate to deal massive damage in teamfights. She's a strong pick in both solo queue and competitive play, and her versatility makes her a valuable addition to any team composition. All right, pretty good. Yeah, pretty it's good. not bad at all. Again, not there's no champion that hasn't had too many changes. More than Sona, and I think the the less changes that there are, the more accurate chat GPT is going to be. <laughs> It's probably be, fair because it's it's gonna get confused with with the uh, eight abilities or even possibly ten if you include the passive versus just five. So, but okay, right, so let's let's check it out. So we'll go back to her previous version of Strut, which yeah. I think is her W now, right? No, it is her W now. Yes. Cool. Okay, so her previous passive used, used to be called Strut. Um, and it reads, Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed if she has not taken damage in the last 5 seconds, excluding damage over time, increasing by each second up to a maximum of 70% or 70 bonus movement speed. So she quick. Um, and then yeah. her current passive... She runs pretty quick in those heels, too, I gotta say. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, uh, current passive is Love Tap. Misfortune's basic attacks are empowered to apply a mark that expires upon attacking a new enemy. If the enemy was unmarked, this also deals 50 to 100% based on level 80. Bonus physical damage have to 25 to 50% based on level 80 against minions. So, yeah, if you're playing Misfortune, you always want to be like selecting a new target whenever right. you're trying to, if, if it's possible at least. Like, when you're Especially if you're like taking a turret and they have a minion wave under the turret, you just want to keep sw one for swapping. One. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting the maximum amount of damage. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a little different when you're, if there's no minions around or anything and you just have to keep hitting the same target. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a weird mechanic, in my opinion, for uh, an ADC to have. Because typically, an ADC, you kind of want to focus on one thing, right? Uh, to deal massive damage and so they said with misfortune let's uh let's force her to focus on multiple things at once right or multiple enemies at once to deal the most damage um and it gets hard to manage when especially later in the game when a she's squishy and prone to being blown the fuck up and b trying to navigate a team fight and hit what's in front of her so she doesn't die to try to scare someone off or whatever it, it definitely gets difficult to manage but um if you can do it, I mean, she's even stronger than she already is uh, base-wise. Alrighty, we'll move on to her Q. Alright, the Q I don't think has really changed too much. Uh, her original Q, called Double Up. 
Uh, active Misfortune fires a shot at the target enemy, which then bounces to hit another unit behind it, dealing physical damage to the primary target and increased physical damage to the secondary one. Also applies on hit effects to both. Double Up's second shot prioritizes units directly behind the primary target, especially enemy champions affected by impure shots, for old W. If the primary target is killed on the second hit, it critically strikes for 150% base critical strike damage. Uh, so your primary target physical damage was 20 to 80 plus 85% AD and 35% AP, uh, meaning your secondary target physical damage was 40 to 160 with 100% AD and a 50% AP ratio. So that's kind of her her um, bread and butter skill there. You know, you clear a wave or try to poke somebody through a minion by by pelting a minion and letting it bounce and deal more damage to the secondary target. Her current Q is still called Double Up and is still basically the same damn skill with the same damn uh, damage ratios. Slightly different though. So active, Misfortune fires a shot at the enemy that deals physical damage, which then bounces to hit another enemy behind them. This applies on attack effects to the first enemy hit and on hit effects to both enemies hit. Double Up's bounce is affected by critical strike modifiers. If Double Up, double up kills the primary target, the bounce will crit. The bounce prioritizes units directly behind the primary target. A target does not have to be visible to be hit by the bounce. I did not know that. This, uh, I know ahead. you, I, I've played so many times. This ability, early game too, this ability fucking hits hard. Yeah, if like she, a truck if you kill a minion. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bounce is devastating. It fucking hurts. It's not as bad if you don't kill a minion, but really if you kill a minion, it fucking, it, it's strong. It's strong. And this, like, you think, like, because the skill is basically the same. You think back in the day, like, um, when you had a lot of people would run, like, that 1% crit chance. Uh, oh, if you got that 1% crit. Yeah. And, and if it actually hit without killing a minion, like, oh, God. So that was always a, a fun one. <laughs> um, it currently does 20 to 120 physical damage base with 100% AD ratio and a 35% AP ratio, so... It does do damage. All right. Oh, the other thing to note too is it does have an angle. It's it's kind of weird. So there's like a sometimes you'd be like, I'm not behind that thing. You're like, I'm over here, but it has like a sweeping angle. So it says here the bounce follows a priority order on targets behind in a certain angle. So at 500 units in 20 degrees, so that's like almost directly behind, like a slight maybe like you know it's called a ricochet is really what the the second hit is called it's called the ricochet so 20 degrees is a, is a slight ricochet right it's just like a redirection um and then at 500 units at 40 degrees if there's nothing in that 20 degree uh area so 40 degrees is a lot more of a diagonal angle and then it's 500 units at 110 degree angle so that's a much wider angle that's again if there's nothing in the 20 or 40 degree range and then the last priority is 150 units with a 160 degree angle. So that's almost adjacent to it. If you're that damn close to the minion, it's going to ricochet and hit you anyways. <laughs> so just something to note on that. All right. Moving on to her old W, Impure Shots. Passive Misfortune's basic attacks deal 6% AD bonus magic damage, stacking up to 5 to 8 based on bullet times rank. 
times per target for a maximum of 30 to 48 based on stacks percent 80 bonus physical damage active misfortune gains bonus attack speed for six seconds and brings strut to full power and the bonus attack speed she got was 20 to 60 so it's kind of it literally it feels like they swapped the w and the passive mm. <laughs> right kind of weird but okay and then the her current w strut passive misfortune gains 25 percent bonus movement speed after five seconds without taking non-persistent damage sorry if i said percent i'm 20 percent bonus moves he's just flat uh persistent damage this bonus is increased after another five seconds and is granted instantly whenever strut is cast or upon respawning active misfortune gains bonus attack speed for four seconds marking a new target with love tap reduces struts cooldown current cooldown by two seconds big so that's again you that's why yeah. you want to be alternating your auto attacks right uh so the uh, increased bonus movement speed is 55 to 95 and then the bonus attack speed is 40 to 100 so it got it got buffed when they oh, when they sure. changed this over it 95 movement speed is fucking nuts right and then 100 percent uh attacks you're gonna be maxing this second so yeah i like to i like to hit this when i'm going up to try to get some plates early on and you just pop it for the extra attack speed uh, it's pretty fucking noticeable that early. <laughs> Later, when she has more uh, attack speed with from her items, that's not quite as noticeable. But like early on, like you, you hit that thing and you're wailing on a tower. It's it's extremely helpful. Also, just the 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 like rank one, like you have 55 extra movement speed. So right. like when you're basing early, you're you're not gonna have another slot or um another point in it until level eight. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you still have fifty-five. So if you base, like you're gonna be zooming back to lane. You're yeah, you're running faster, faster than boots. <laughs> yeah. Ionians forty-five movement speed. This fifty-five. <laughs> what is Berserkers? Is Berserkers sixty? No, I think no, Berserkers like is probably forty-five. Also, let me look. Berserker. Those are forty-five movement speed. Okay. So you're you're getting if you if you finish Berserkers. You're gonna have a hundred movement speed. Yeah, that's fucking with gross. Rank one of your W, so that's a lot. You're quick. Yeah, you are. The only ones, the only boots that have higher movement speed than that are Swifties, Swifties. at sixty and Moby's at one fifteen. Everything else is forty five. But what's two. what is Moby's base before? What if you take damage? So if you take damage, it reduces movement speed by ninety. So you only get you get paper bags or you get Moby's basically because paper bags are are twenty five movement speed also. So Damn. they, yeah, when you take damage, they drop to a tier one boot, and then when it uh, resets, you're back to a tier two boot. But it's like more than double a regular tier or a different tier two boot. So high risk, high reward on the Mobies. Um, okay, we are on the E, which is called Make It Rain, or some people used to call it Grape Shot. I don't think it ever actually changed names, but it's Grape Shot. <laughs> um. So, original, make it rain. Active, after a half-second delay, Misfortune rains down hundreds of bullets onto the target area for two seconds, slowing and dealing magic damage every quarter second to units within. Magic damage per tick was 11.25 to 38.75 at the 10% AP ratio, meaning max damage you could take was 90 to 310 with an 80% AP ratio, which is pretty, uh, pretty nice, really. Um... It would slow from 40 to 60%. It had a 
cast range of 800 and the uh, area radius was 200 units. So five Teemos. Um, current, make it rain. Uh, target range is a thousand. So it's uh, you can cast it from a little bit further, but it still has the same 200 effect radius, so that's something to note. Um, active, Misfortune casts a storm of bullets at the target location for two seconds, granting sight of the area, dealing magic damage every quarter second to enemies within, and slowing them by 40% plus 6% per 100 AP. Uh, magic damage per tick was 8.75 to 23.75 with a 15% AP ratio, bringing you to a grand total of 70 to 190 with a 120% AP ratio. So, I'm so thankful they changed this. Like, the only way you're going to be able to get value out of this ability is if you're going AP or right. like leaning heavily into it, which is right. good. Because before, I think like the slow alone was like would go up to 60 yeah, and then they 60%. slapped the AP scaling on it. So well, even God. the even the base damage. I mean, if you if you took all the hits, you take three ten base, and now you have to have AP to take a considerable amount of damage. Otherwise, it's only one hundred ninety base. So, right, and that's not even your max in this last. So that's a little eighteen. Right, so, so it's, really it's gonna be seventy for yeah. It's jack nothing. shit. It's, um, <laughs> I think the best part about this ability is that it reveals like, the sight of an area. Yeah, yeah. So there should be no excuses if you're playing Misfortune and you don't have vision of a brush. Just throw your E in it. Like, right. a, thousand, a thousand range? Come on. Right. It's like Lux throwing her E into a bush, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Very similar. Very similar. But All right. Finally, we got bullet Give us time. signature right here, dude. Yeah, bullet time. Oh, actually, one more thing on the E. I always saw it as a mini gangplank alt. Yes, same. A hundred percent the same. It's not cannonballs, but, like... When we first just, started this game, like it. when we first started this game, make it rain and uh, yeah, what Cannon are they Barrage. called? Was it was it called Cannon Barrage before that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They they were like the same fucking model, just gangplanks was bigger, and I always thought yeah. that was dumb. I'm like, it's the same fucking ability. I think it even I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, I think it even did like slightly more damage. It was really fucking stupid. Really fucking stupid. <laughs> So but, bullet time, uh, her previous version, passive ranking of bullet time increases impure shots maximum stacks, which was one to three. Active misfortune channels for two seconds, firing up to eight waves of bullets in the target duration over the duration target direction over the duration, each dealing physical damage and applying impure shots to all affected enemies. Let me remember what this does. Um, so it was uh, basic attack for. So is it? Uh, target times per target for a maximum. So it just increased the damage. Bishop um, deal 6% AD bonus magic stacking up to 5, 6. Yep. So at max, it could be 11. Yeah, I think so. Plus 3 more. So, okay. Uh, So the, the old bullet time. Okay, do they do the math here? No, it's per wave. I'm just going to do it the maximum because there's too much to talk about. So yeah. if you get hit by eight all 8 waves, it is 400 to 1,000. Um. Plus 8040 200? 8140 200? Yeah. What is what is that? Is that that's, per wave? The, uh, that so no, that's so, so that's that's your bonus AD. So you either get 80%, 140%, or 200% bonus AD based on the rank. At that oh. at, at max max uh shots. Sure. Okay. Uh so then and then 160% AP, and then the maximum uh the Empire shots would be increased to 288 to 384 AD. 
Jesus. <clears throat> I mean, that, that ability just rips you up. And this is back in the time where, again, you could actually effectively build Black Cleaver on a certain 80 carries. And that would just make this ability even that much stronger. Because it applies uh, the Black Cleaver as you're fucking just... Shredding their armor, they're taking extra fucking damage. It's disgusting. Uh, and then current bullet time active misfortune channels up to three seconds, firing a number of waves of bullets in the target direction. Each wave is in a spread of six projectiles that deal 75, 80, plus 25 percent AP physical damage to enemies hit. And uh, again, so as you rank it up, it's 14 to 18 waves. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then the wave interval times are 0.20, and then it, it decreases, uh, 0 0.20, 0 0.17, 0 0.15. And then the maximum damage, if you are sitting in the uh, channel for the whole time, is base 1,000 to 1,350% AD, plus um, 350, 400, 450 AP uh, scaling. My favorite, and then of course, each one of the waves can critically strike for twenty percent plus another seven if you have Infinity Edge. Bonus physical damage. I, was I love for this because <laughs> if you if you mouse over this in game, it'll literally tell you the actual number of how much damage you take. It'll be like yes, it's fucking insane. It'll say like five thousand damage if you're if you're full AD and you're like six items. It will say because there was the era where all ADs were building uh, lethality, right? And even that fucking hit like a truck. It does. But if you have the Infinity Edge and you get those crits, it's fucking nuts. It's, it does. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it. I was gonna say, I, I. I mean, I was gonna compare this to like this might be the ability if you like sit in it the whole time does the most damage. I don't. Urgot executes for like nine thousand true damage. I don't really know if I want to count that. Because an execute, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another ability that does that much damage if you if you take You're it. You're gonna sit in it, yeah. I don't think there is one. Of course, that one I no one's. Of. of course, you shouldn't be sitting in it, right? But I mean, if you get rooted, Morgana Q, you're fucked. Did they just recently um, change the angle on it? I think too. They, I think they narrowed the angle a little bit. At some, well, I don't know if it was recent, but. At some point, because it's a thirty a thirty degree angle is what that comes out as. I thought they narrowed it at some point. Maybe that was when they changed her completely. I'm trying to look down on previous. I know I don't fucking see it. So no. Yeah, well. Um, the point is the ability is fucking disgusting, and it's a it's a good team fight breaking ability as well. You get someone. Works really good with like a like a Sejuani or um, a J four someone or even a Camille someone that can keep enemies in like a in an arena I guess for lack of a better term just like a or even if you're space. like if you're fighting in Baron Pit or like mm. in a jungle corridor you're yes. you're pretty screwed if if this yeah. thing hits you you, you definitely to don't want to go through those choke fast. points <laughs> uh, um, not even a bad cooldown either twenty one hundred twenty to one hundred no no not bad it's at not all too bad. I remember uh, when I first played this champion, I didn't realize, like, you just, like, you, I'd be so used to, like, clicking move that I didn't realize I was actually canceling my auto, or my, my ulti. I was like, holy shit, why is this not working? And I was like, oh, you can't click move. It actually just cancels the ulti for you, where some champions, while they're channeling, you can't move. So, 
Definitely right. uh, interesting to see there. Okay, she's got 8,000 skins, so good she, luck. She has 19 skins good. with, with the, two, the two new ones coming out because she has a base and then a prestige. Oh, if, geez. if we're counting prestige as a separate skin. That's true. So I, I, I'll i say we, we do. Okay. Uh, but she, if, when these skins release, she will officially have the most skins in the game. I remember reading that. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I think I did see that. I, I'll start by saying she probably has the worst ultimate skin. I think Gun Goddess is kind of not that great. I, I like think Gun it's, Goddess. Oh, it's okay. It's I the like worst it. ultimate. I think I like it's the it. worst ultimate. No, I, Ezreal's the worst ultimate. I, I don't Even know. reworked I, Ezreal's worse. At least Gun Goddess, you can change the appearance. You get three choices of Gun Goddess styles you could be. I will hold steadfast to the idea that Ezreal's ultimate is Wait, the is this, worst. It's not even a 3250 skin. Is this even an 2775. ultimate? 2775. It, it was an ultimate. Huh. It's it not even priced at that anymore. Say, no. It Weird. doesn't say if it is. It says part of the Steel Valkyries line. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. I like this skin um, because it, it talks to you. The 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 suit Exo talks suit? to you. Oh. Yeah. It, it kind of it's like um. Kind of reminds me. Makes her more like Samus a little bit. You know. Hmm. Um. But I don't think that's her best skin. It's just one of my favorites. She's got a slew, and I mean a fucking slew of great skins. Um. Even. I think the uh, Prestige Bewitching is pretty good. It is good, yep. I like it better than the regular Bewitching. I think it just the Prestige outfit just looks really good with her style and whatnot. The wow, that Prestige Broken Covenant looks really fucking good too. Yeah, I was gonna say the new skin. The both both of them look good. Right. Uh, this is a fucking great skin line. Um, yeah, that's a good fucking skin. Road, actually, my Road Warriors good. We go in. We go. <laughs> Secret Agent's great because she's Jessica Rabbit. That's a classic. Um, I was never a huge fan of Cowgirl or Waterloo, but some people like the Waterloo line. I like it's. I I like Crime City. I just wish it wasn't. I wish it was just gangster right. again. Right. Uh, yeah, that one is really fucking good with the Tommy guns. Arcade uh, was really good. Oh, I really like actually the Ruin skin for her. I think the Ruin looks really good on her. That was good. Um, t- Captain Fortune, which is literally her herself, basically her base skin. But that was kind of a cool one though, because that like I felt like that updated her base skin, right? Yeah, kind of like Captain Gangplank was like an update to Gangplank's original. Uh, and I mean, not the base, but the original base. Um, Battle Bunny's pretty one. good. Battle Bunny's good. Star Guardian's good. Like, she really doesn't, like, they really haven't missed. Like I said, I don't really care for Waterloo, but, like, it doesn't mean it's not a good skin. It's got great splash art since they redid it. Uh, fuck, dude, what is her best skin? That's a good fucking question. Uh, I I don't know. Just going through this, I, I'm really fucking with the Broken Covenant. I'm going to have to see what it looks like in-game, but, man, it looks good. The Prestige one, I think, looks it better looks than, the, than the standard one by a long, like, it. The new prestige skins, I would totally call them different skins, a hundred percent, because they are pretty drastically different from the base ones, unlike they had been in the past. I think I li- I like the base one, but no, for sure the prestige one is way better. Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, I do oh, like maybe Crime City oh. with the Tommy guns is so good though. Like I like oh, the I, idea of the Tommy guns. <laughs> I didn't even think about Arcade Misfortune. That Arcade was, like, was a classic. Yeah, that was like the Man. big one when it came out. 
Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with arcade. I'm gonna I, go with arcade. I think we're gonna go. Oh man, the pool party is really good too. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Can we just for pool party? When the fuck are we getting pool party blitzcrank? You see that in the background? Oh shit! When the fuck are we getting that? Wait, who's in front of blitzcrank? Is that Lux? I think that's Lux, and then Lisa. We don't have pool party Lux either, so. We gotta wait for Riot to drop the nuke that is right, pool party, party Ari. Ari. <laughs> you right. Please, Riot, this is... <laughs> Please, drop it. <laughs> drop it. This summer. Coming. This summer. Yeah, and, Out it's now. A, it's... <laughs> uh, oh, man, best skin. Okay, if I had to pick best skin, I'm gonna go with uh, Proceed Bewitching. The, she's got okay. the fucking sorting hat on. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So. Cool. I don't have anything else to to add to Misfortune. I just sometimes wish she wouldn't try to. She. I, I wish I wish I knew the, the Peter Griffin rant from Family Guy when he's talking about. Grinds uh, my gears or what? Yeah, the, yeah, the grinds my gears rant. Um, because. The, <laughs> That line is is pretty much how I jokingly feel about uh, misfortune. <laughs> if any champion needs voice line updates, for the love yeah. of God, please. She has like four lines. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know them all because I usually play Gun Goddess, and she has way more oh, fucking right, lines right. than Gun Goddess, and because she talks to the exo suit, and yeah, so I don't even know all of her lines or know too many of her lines but her voice was really good so they just need to add more to it she says like let me hold on let me it, it, it somehow we made this episode almost an hour long guys <laughs> um hold on where we go to her where the fuck are her voice lines how do you get to audio see i'm just audio i'm just audio she literally says like set sail not a problem oh I've yeah got dangerous set eyes. sail she's one of the few champions i'm pretty sure ari they change it from ari but Misfortune still references summoners. Oh yeah. Um, don't get cocky. I know what I'm doing. I've got a good feeling about this. Watch your mouth, kid, or you'll end up uh, find yourself respawning at home. That one's pretty good. That's like such a fucking good one. It's weird because like Ari was like the seductress, um, and they kind of made uh, Misfortune a bit of a seductress as well with her voice lines and whatnot, and with the way she runs. Weird. If she, if she is. Playing against the gangplank, when she spawns, they'll say, "Get those oranges ready, gangplank." I had no fucking idea. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. Huh. All right. Yeah. Well, this episode's been fifty hours long. Incredible. <laughs> Longer than it needed to be, but that's okay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, visit the socials. Check out the uh, YouTube Shorts slash TikTok. The TikToks, uh, they're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> slash Instagram Reels, whatever you're using to watch. Just please continue watching. Uh, the the greatly greatest. I that's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, next week for champ review we'll have Swain and Lux. So at least one of those is going to be a full on rework. Yeah, I'm excited to look at Swain because I miss playing old Swain. I hated old uh, Swain. I never understood that thing. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, we got patch next week. We got a lot of more fucking this this season feels like it's going to have the biggest patches ever because there's yeah. so much shit going on. I've I've just briefly looked at how many changes are coming and there's a lot next week. Um, so get, get ready for that. But yeah, guys, uh, make sure you like subscribe, comment, review, 
anything, hit that link tree. Like Tyler said, join the socials, come into the Discord. Let us know if you want to come on the podcast. Let us know what champion you main, what your rank is, and let's we'll, we'll interview you guys and we'll just talk it out. Or if you if you're watching, I have on the screen right now. These are in order what champions we have coming up. So yeah. next week is Swain, Lux, and then LeBlanc, Aurelia, Trundle, Cassiopeia, Caitlyn, Renekton. If you're looking at this list and you see a champion that's coming up that you're maining, come on, we'll, we'll talk. Join us and we'll talk about them. And uh, I think that'd be a cool idea. Why did you take the idea right out of my brain? Like I was gonna say that before you closed everything or, up. Too. I was gonna say if, if one of these you is your main, you want to talk, like bring it did here. Did you take the idea from me? I don't have a magic wand, sir. Right, but how did I know to say that then? Unless I thought of it before you. <laughs> Inception. Inception or, or whatever. Fuck you. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Later, y'all.